Welcome back to episode 13 of Refined 90s Cinema with Brendan and Alex. We're watching Harriet the Spy. I'm blue, I'm a D, I'm a spy. <laughs> I'm blue, da ba D, da ba spy. Hoya! <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even do that. You can't do that noise. That's I I don't think so. Try it. I yaw. I see I can't do it. You just say hoy and yaw. Hoy hoy yaw. But with like a really high pitched voice. Hoy yaw. See you I go. can't. You did it. I, you, you did I can't it. do it as good as you. So this is the start of our Nickelodeon trilogy. Yeah. Welcome everyone. And we're both very excited for yeah nickelodeon's rocks it's like the best especially the 90s movies because it was like 90s was the era of like very experimental animation projects and movies and stuff because it was like the beginning of yearly feature film releases in animation so it was really cool to and nickelodeon so i did a little bit of research on nickelodeon studios they were um they paired up with Paramount to start producing movies, and they had those. Do you remember those orange VHS tapes that they had? Yeah, I had one for Rugrats. So when you got a Nickelodeon release, it was the coolest because it felt like it was like made by kids for kids. Yeah, they were awesome, and the clamshell was orange on the Rugrats movies and, too. So yeah, and you would open it, and it was like an orange plastic VHS, the same way that we have colored vinyl now, and it was just this. I don't, to me, it was magical because, especially because we didn't have Nickelodeon as a TV network in Canada. Yeah, because it's in it's based in New York, Nickelodeon, and it always has been. Right. So, like, I don't know if you went through this, but like, we only had basic cable when I was growing up, and we couldn't get American networks like Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or Comedy Central or any of those like specialty channels yeah i didn't have a satellite (laughs) until i was maybe 14 or 15 so usually my dad would like record stuff for me but i didn't get that luxury very often so i remember my cousins had like a legal satellite direct tv with like three satellite dishes on their house and i would go and like very rarely get the chance to like have the tv to myself sit in front of it and just watch nickelodeon and cartoon network for hours that's my dad had he had one of those satellite dishes on the side of his house with like an illegal yeah. box like illegal and the government never did anything about it they were just like whatever and you could clearly tell people were like stealing satellite and you had to get that like card programmed and then you would like put it in the box and then they would scramble it and it wouldn't work anymore Th- those boxes were like I, th- I feel like a hazard for parents to have around their kids because my dad would like videotape a bunch of stuff off of them and it's like porn like por- that's exactly where I was going with this like one time I found a videotape that said other movies on it and I wanted to watch one of them and put it in and it was my dad's porn <laughs> it was like daddy's movies and you're like oh it's this no it did not say daddy's movies <laughs> it said so- random something else I don't remember what movie it was it said free willy. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them, but I just I just remember that vividly and being like mortified cuz I was like a 13-year-old oh, kid. Oh god. And uh, thus my porn addiction started. <laughs> with one VHS. <laughs> it's still the only porn I've ever seen. I don't know what that must be like. Like I I don't know. I don't it's not ever been something that's been like serious in my life. So never had an addiction to something like that. I have an addiction to, to caffeine. That's about it. Anyway, back on topic. Welcome to another episode of uh, very PG Nickelodeon <laughs> refined 90s <laughs> cinema. I'm very excited. To me, it was like I, there, I, there's something about the, these three movies that are like encompass my childhood. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome because we've both seen them all previously. I remember all of them pretty well. This one's probably the least, the Harriet the Spy. Um, I saw it last when I was super young, uh, like eight or nine maybe. But I just remember having a VHS combo pack of this movie and The Indian in the Cupboard. 
And the Indian oh. in the cupboard VHS was like a tan clamshell and it was locked. Like it came with a key that you had to stick in the clamshell to open it up. It was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I don't know. I'm interested to see what I think of the movie now as opposed to when I was a kid. I just remember being like, I want to be a spy. And then like Spy Kids came out in like 2001 or whatever. Oh, and then I loved. That movie was so cool. Yeah, I loved that shit afterwards. So what are you drinking tonight, Brendan? I am full on. I am next level white trash 90s cinema. I have a Bud Light with lime in it. Not a Bud Light lime, a Bud Light with a lime. Nice. That's definitely white trash. Very much so. I'm being 90-year-old grandma 90s cinema tonight because I was not feeling well earlier, so now I'm drinking an Earl Grey tea. Geriatric 90s cinema. Yeah, geriatric 90s cinema. It's all good. Try not to shit 90s cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Where are your depends, 90s cinema? Can you imagine if we get to that point where we're both in diapers and our goal is to not shit our pants during the show? (laughs) It won't be wine time anymore, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) It'll be brown time. It'll be, let's go to brown town for five minutes. (laughs) Brown break. Potty break. It's like that show, Body Break. Yep. That's what I was getting at. Oh my god, this intro for Nickelodeon is so cool. With the animated rhino? That, yeah, it hits the thing. That is cool. I love that. I don't think I even rem- I I don't remember that, that at all. I love their nit When did they switch from like this 2D style of intro to like the splat that happens now? I don't know. Because like the splat has always been like the logo, but I don't know when they actually animated it. Probably like when it became cheap to do so like early 2000s yeah probably when it was a little easier to make it look nice when they do that eartha kit who's eartha kit isn't she the one that played esma on emperor's new Groove? oh my god i think it is because i think we talked about this before i think you might be right or yzma oh rosie o'donnell was in this oh my god this is gonna be a roller coaster ride she was huge in the 90s i mean she was very popular yeah Rosie O'Donnell was incredibly popular in the 90s. What happened to her? I don't know. Maybe she like she got rich and then just retired, I guess. Some people do that. I mean, if you if you do enough movies or shows, eventually you're just like, I'm done. I have enough money to live. We're fine. That would be my mindset anyway. I would just like retire after five years of showmanship and have like two million dollars in a bank. It was also like the decade of talk shows. Yeah. Like everyone had a talk show. Yeah, it was like the decade of talk shows and game shows. Based on the novel by Louise Fitzhugh. This is kind of a cool like mirror image intro sequence. Yeah, I like the music. It's very spy-esque. Very jazzy. It's weird going from like Snow White, A Tale of Terror to this movie. (laughs) Yeah, they're very, very different films. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God, I actually remember this scene where she's like creeping on the grocery store. Hong Fat Grocery? Her writing, like her handwriting... It's nicer than mine. She does have nice printing. I have artists printing. Like It looks so awful. You can't read it very well. He's got his kid on a leash. The kid's on the leash. Oh, yeah. Harriet stopped the man. Look at all those eggs getting crashed. That sucks. Oh, oh. he had to jump over her and he jumped onto a bunch of crates of eggs. That's the worst thing to have to fall into. Yeah, because like they don't come off you. No, they really don't. She thought we should be blood buddies. So instead, she drew a tattoo on the bottom of their feet. And like... Pressed it to make ink impressions. Do you want to do that, Brendan? Do you want to do do foot tattoo trades? Yeah, bro. Let's get branded. Let's get branded. Refined 90s cinema. Right on the ass. I'll carve it into my arm. My right cheek is getting branded. Some of the camera angles and cuts are really cool. If we make it to 500 episodes, I'll get a tattoo of Refined 90 Cinema. I won't, but I will go with you when you get yours. We can do a recording session while you're getting a tattoo. We definitely could. This is like the predecessor to Mean Girls, Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) But for 12-year-olds. But for 12-year-olds, exactly. It's like the grade school version of Mean Girls. Pinky Whitehead. That's a terrible name. Oh my god, it's a horrible name. Oh my god, she <laughs> leans over. Harriet's talking about how she's growing boobs, all the boys looking down her shirt. Horrible. This is like the 12-year-old version of Billy Madison. Kind of is. He looks like him. <laughs> I actually learned that uh, Adam Sandler's been with his wife for 22 years yesterday. I didn't even know he was married. What a what a man to keep 
to keep his personal life so secret when he's like a famous guy. This teacher would scare the crap out of me. Yeah, she's very intimidating. Harriet's in the running for class president. Did you ever have a class president in grade school? No. We definitely did not. I think that's like an American thing. Us Canucks, we just had a class polar bear. Poor Harriet. She's not class president. I wouldn't want to be class president anyway. It seems like too much work. Plus, I'm sure it's boring. Can you imagine being one of these kids acting in this movie? They just got to kind of like have fun and... Must have been so much fun. It had to have been. Being a child actor must be like the best. So I heard a couple podcasts with Macaulay Culkin and he does his own podcast now and he talks about what it was like being a child actor and I think it really like affected him in a negative way. He says like, you have no concept of the real world because everywhere you go, everyone gives you attention all the time. Right. And then like when you finally get out of being a child actor and into the real world, I bet it's really weird and strange and you don't really know how to act or what to do. Five years old and your family is depending on you to continue making money for them. Yeah, that sucks. And when you're a child actor too, I bet that you get paid less on average than like adults because they like you don't know how much is good. You're like, I get to be an actor who cares how much, right? So sort of up to your parents to determine how much you get paid. This guy's got so many cats. It's like sleepwalkers. Except the cats like him. Yeah, maybe he knows something we don't. Maybe he's figured out the key to sleepwalkering, even though they're never sleeping. Or his he thinks his neighbor is a sleepwalker and he bought a bunch of cats to protect himself. He can diddle a tune. And he also has birds. He just has so... Oh, I remember this scene. He has so many animals, dude. It's like my grandma's house when I was a kid. Have you, but have you ever seen a birdhouse like that? No, but it looks awesome. It does. It's very like a spiral staircase. That's what I was just going to say. It looks like a spiral staircase, but it's a birdhouse. It's amazing. Zoop a dip boom, 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 I don't like his mustache. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little on the it's nose. A little on the thin side. It's like those mustaches that, that people wear when they like shave everything, but just the part right above their lip. And then there's a gap of like bare skin between there and their nose. It's so weird. How did Harriet even get up on top of that building? She's a spy. She's a She'll spy. never divulge your secrets. <laughs> You're just like, of course she's up there. She's a spy. Why doesn't she just bring her friends with her? Oh, dude, she's got one of those candy necklaces. I used to eat those things all the time. Those are pretty good. That was like a really popular candy back in the 90s. It says private, Alex. Stop trying to read her private stuff. No. Rosie O'Donnell. She's so young. That is a young Rosie O'Donnell, man. Is that like their nanny? I think she is. She's like the babysitter or the nanny or something. She's being introduced with this walking exposition. It's kind of a cool scene, actually. What would you eat for a million dollars? Her answer is bratwurst. (laughs) (laughs) And the other guy's like, camel burgers. Did you ever see that show, Kids Say the Darndest Things? Uh, Yes. That's what that reminded me of, where it's like bratwurst, camel burgers, just weird stuff. Kids are so funny. Kids are funny. With the now disgraced Bill Cosby. Actually, I uh, I was thinking about it the other day. And when I have kids, I might like record some of the stuff they say and then try to animate it with a character. I know a few people that do stuff like that. And it, it turns it like it makes for really good animation just because you get really expressive lines because kids don't care. They just say what they're going to say. This backyard is amazing. It's like a dude that makes sculptures out of random things. Out of cars and yep. junk and Yeah, tree, like hubcaps branches. and stuff. We gotta find, like, a mysterious old man like this. <laughs> that makes sculptures out of hubcaps in his backyard? I bet there's one in your neighborhood. There probably somewhere. is. Next time you come to visit. He's waiting for someone to do a Harriet the Spy type of scene in his yard. Oh, man, getting pop sprayed on you is the worst. Yeah, it's not a good thing at all. It's almost worse than the eggs. Yeah, because you get all sticky and, like, you almost yeah, have to like shower. Yeah, it's the worst feeling. And I bet you burp like crazy. And get filthy rich doing it. Harriet's dream is to see the world and write down everything. Do you ever have that happen where you like spilled pop on yourself while you were at like a pool party or something and immediately just jumped in the pool because you felt so gross? Yeah. I like how she stuffs her journal in the front of her pants and just walks around with it like that. I think that's got to be some sort of an inside joke that that that's the way she does it because it says private right above her privates. (laughs) Oh, jeez. 
This is a movie for children, Alex. <laughs> I know, but you, like all movies for children are written by adults, right? So she had too much pop. You'll never leave me. I'm never gonna tell a kid that I'll never leave them because then what happens if you like die unexpectedly? Then they're gonna be like, "You're such a liar, Rosie O'Donnell. Why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me?" The Marble Journal just reminds me of Ghost Riders. Ghost Riders. It was called Ghost Raiders, and it was about these group of kids that investigated, like, mysteries and disappearances, and they all had those same type of journals. I did watch that show. And, like, that's how they would communicate. That show was on um, right before Scary Stories. Did you ever watch Scary Stories? Yes. Yeah. I used to watch them back to back. I just didn't remember what the other show was called. What is she doing? Oh, she's smushing the tomatoes up to put them on bread for a sandwich with mayo. But you could have just cut. That is gross. Dude, you never had a tomato sandwich before? I have, but I always toast the bread and then like slice the tomato like a human being. Like salt and pepper. Tomato sandwiches are delicious, though. They are when you make them without mutilating your food first. Don't judge. She's only 12. She literally took all of the insides out of the tomato and just put the skin on it, like, all weird and stuff. She, like, her mom told her, she's like, I like what I like, mom. Get off my jock. <laughs> Get off my private. Now she's spying on, like, some Chinese guy. I like how she's allowed to go wherever she wants, whenever she wants. I know. Must be nice to have that Kids sort of TV freedom. shows always had a lot more liberty. Seriously. My mom never would let me do this kind of stuff. I wasn't even allowed to, like, walk into town. I know. I had to wait until, like, grade 10 to walk home from school. Yeah. Holy cats, a veggie thief. Now I want Chinese. Hong Fats Supermarket. I love the names of some of these places. It looks like... I think someone somewhere (laughs) is named Hong Fat? (laughs) This looks like a backroom, like, drug deal or something. Like Like a gambling parlor. Oh. What is happening? They're doing like cupping therapy on this guy. Okay, what is that? It's like a, it's like a malleable material. Um, okay. Sometimes, or sometimes it could be like a solid one, like a glass one, like that guy's got on his back. And they basically like pull air into it so that it like pulls all the skin into your back. And it's supposed to increase blood flow once they leave it there for long enough. Huh. So it's like a massage technique. I've actually had it done. It's really weird. It feels really weird, but it, it actually works really well. Like you felt better? Yeah. It made my back feel much better. Oh, her father is screaming at her mother. Bath time's over. Come out with your hands up. Thank God for Rosie. What a nice house. All the movies we watched, they've had nice houses. I know. Huh? And I'm jealous. How come no one's got like a freaking poor house? Like a one floor, <laughs> two room, that's it. Their their bathroom is also their kitchen. That kind of house. And their living room. Yeah, and their living room. <laughs> They do their dishes in the toilet. That's so mean. Oh, look, an ugly water bug. Scare the kid out of the tub and throw a towel at them. Their house is so nice. Modern looking. Like, that would be nice even today. Yeah, seriously. Even the painting on the wall. Do you see it? It was like like weird. Yeah, it's like very modern, weird. It's like a bunch of squares all overlapping and stuff in different colors. It was interesting. You're a bunch of squares. How did you know? There's a lot of weird, like, upshots of these kids. I don't mind. That would have taken a massive crane, but today they could have just used a drone. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're reading like the funnies, the guidepost, a local paper of ill repute. Okay, so watching this movie right now, (laughs) I still still have no idea like basically what the premise is. I know that we're just following Harriet's life. They're just giving us a lot of exposition. She's a wannabe spy. She goes around and takes notes on everyone and everything that happens to her. Rosie O'Donnell is basically her mom. She's got two best friends that they talk about things that with. That's pretty cool. That sick slide, though. Oh, no. The veggie thief is dating Rosie O'Donnell. He looks like a nice gentleman. Except he's a fruit stealer. Oh, my God. She's giving him the cold shoulder. Who brings a pineapple as a gift? We totally missed that. Yeah, I don't know who does that, man. I although he literally someone, brought her a pineapple with a silver bow. If someone brought a pineapple over because I invited them for dinner, I would be I would appreciate it. I like pineapple. I'd be down. Ooh, 
Rosie's giving him the eyes. Harriet is uh, is making her. you very awkward. She's slurping. She's being a slurpy girl because she's upset. And she's giving him like the, I know you've done something wrong eyes. Ooh, da, da, da. What an awkward dinner. Oh, now they're having a staring contest. She is like a pro. She is. The staring contests were like the thing in the 90s. Seems like a nice dude. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Harriet's throwing some shade. Shouldn't you be a delivery man by now? You're like 45 years old. This is a prime example of kids just like saying what they think and not really caring much. She's just like straight up bashing this guy for being divorced right now. <gasps> oh no, she burned. Wow, that's been burning for a while. Burn the sausages. The bratwurst. Is that to tell us that she's German? Because she's mentioned bratwurst twice. And she calls it worst. She doesn't call it bratwurst. I feel like this guy's good with kids. He is like on point. And they're taking his delivery bike. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> they ride a delivery bike to the movies. This cannot be a movie a child. <laughs> she sits between them in the movie theater. Yeah, she she switched with Rosie O'Donnell so they can't have like movie love time. I'm that guy. I'm the guy that throws popcorn in the movie theater. I could see that. You're kind of a jerk. I don't throw it at people I don't know. This is a really interesting way to do like a bonding scene with a kid. <laughs> people, they're just walking over him. Did you see the name of that movie, by the way? No. It was Greta Garbo. <laughs> Miss Gully. <laughs> Who is that? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> people that ask a question and then immediately tell you to shut up when you're going to give them the answer. Oh, no. Rosie O'Donnell, Mrs. Gully. She got fired. She got furred. She got given the axe. She got told to pound salt. Apparently she's happy about it, though. She got told to pound salt. <laughs> do, you think, do you think the mother was jealous that Miss Gully had such a wonderful relationship with her daughter? Maybe. I mean, she's never freaking around, so. That looks very dangerous. How do they not see her on the stairs like this? Rosie O'Donnell with the, with the life lessons. Harriet's old enough now she can take care of herself. This is serious, Brandon. I'm gonna I'm cry. I know, me too. I'm very emotionally invested at this point. <laughs> <laughs> don't go, Rosie O'Donnell. I don't even don't know the character's us. name. Don't go make a talk show. Stay. Stay with this young spy. What is the what is the character's name? I didn't even hear what her name is. <laughs> Miss Miss Gully. Miss Gully. Like Gully. a fish. Like Fern Gully. Fern Gully was a dope movie. Why is all of her luggage look like it's from like eighteen ninety two? I don't know. And she's like sitting on it, waiting for a cab. It looks like it's been through the war. I love the color in this movie. I know it's there's so much vibrance to it. I like how. They're implying that Harriet's just on her own now that the maid nanny person is gone, but she's still got her parents. They're clearly very self-absorbed. I'm just going to say that. Seriously. The movie has led us to believe that they don't give a crap about their daughter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's very wise, Rosie O'Donnell. I will not tolerate laughter as I leave. Oh, look at the cute moment. Now she's going to carry her 1892 luggage into the cab. The movie is set in New York, I'm assuming. It seems like it. That's got to be a trope, the, like, leaving in a taxi. It's true. The, inter the world is like New York City. There's a lot of movies from that era that did this, like, I'm leaving in a taxi scene. Maybe it's Chicago, like Home Alone. Who knows? Girl to woman, oh man. <laughs> what grade are they in? They're in, like, grade four. Why are they watching a movie like that? We did. You never had a video? Not in grade four. But, like, grade five, we definitely did, like, grade four, grade five, grade six. Oh, no, mine was in, like, grade eight. No, we had one in grade four. We definitely did. We had to watch, like, a pregnancy video, like, a, a birthing video in grade eight. We watched, like, a video about your changing body, and I just remember there was, like, a group of boys at a water fountain, and then they turn around, and they're, like, looking at a girl, and then there's a narrator, like, you may notice that you have sudden interest in women. And girls may notice the same about you. And then they're like teasing him because he likes a girl. That was the whole video. Wow. <laughs> and then there was like a cartoon of some fallopian tubes. And some I remember scrotum. those cartoons. 
We saw those in our health class. We just got, and we didn't even get that. We just got like weird videos and pamphlets once a year and deodorant. Deodorant and condoms. Like, you stink now and have body hair. Have some deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) So the cat guy is like bagging up some cats? Oh no, wait. Who is that guy with the hat? I have no idea. Sounds very sad. Is he like losing his cat collection? Is he running like an illegal cat warehouse? Yeah, maybe he's running like a cat orphanage. But it's like an illegal cat orphanage. I like how we're we're being led into all these different stories of these people that Harriet checks on on a daily basis. Oh, they're mad at their son because he's speaking English. <laughs> the dude getting the cups is just like, what is happening? He's not getting cups this time, though. He's got like acupuncture needles in him instead. Look, they're in his head. <laughs> he has like boobs. <laughs> they acupunctured oh, his head. He does have acupuncture and he's smacking them. He has a bald head and they literally acupunctured his bald head. That blows my mind. Why is this 12-year-old Little kid boy. buying eggs and is stuff? Is that a friend? Why is he buying groceries? Shouldn't his parents be doing that? This is clearly a movie about children whose parents don't love them. <laughs> Apparently. Or who don't provide for them. Oh, Harriet's going to save the day. Kid doesn't, kid doesn't have enough for his groceries. Poor kid. He's got to put back the Gouda. <laughs> I mean, why are you buying like the most expensive cheese? Just get some ched. <laughs> get some sick ched. Some medium ched. Some craft singles. It's really on him. I mean, it's his own damn fault. She puts down a dollar, and then he has enough. That's some cheap groceries. Hey, it was 1996. That's how much groceries cost. A dollar. Every time you went to the grocery store, it was a dollar. Very true. For some Gouda, some milk, some eggs, a paper bag. Everything came in a paper bag in, in movies. That's true. Did you ever have like a a supermarket where you would buy your stuff and then there'd be like one of those beer store like rolly thingamajiggers that you would put your groceries out on and then could pick them up in your car later? Those are those are so weird to me. Like, well, now they just have those conveyor belts. Yeah, but it, instead of the conveyor belts, it was like the rolly thing that you put yeah. your groceries on. <laughs> the Manhattan Project. Are they trying to figure out like what to do as a school play? Yeah, maybe that's like a some sort of like talent showy play school thing oh my god i hate this girl class president girl is very stuck oh up god, i bet you yeah future vegan future vegan exactly you mean that has animal in it you can play the barf bag that's what she told her harriet's got a lot of uh, anger in her soul she's a very angry 12 year old <laughs> here smell this do you like it? Her best friend is like a mad scientist. <laughs> He's got, she's got more beakers than a science teacher. She's making stink bombs. Oh, they're going to blow up the school play. So that's what a pageant must be. She's got a sign on her door that says, caution, reactive sus- substances. They don't look like suspicious at all. Uh-oh. Oh, no, the stink bomb. It got on the mom. Oh, no, radiation area, it says on the sign. <laughs> that's where my bra went. <laughs> <laughs> her mom walks in and like ruins the the stink bomb creation i like the voiceover in the background it's awesome like harriet's thought process where is she i have no idea she's like, like in an a, abandoned house something like that she's being a spy brendan how does she have the strength to lift all this stuff she's trying to climb up to her friend's room she made like a junk tower so she can climb up the side of the house and look inside uh-oh she, she gonna fall no harriet no she better hang on that ledge. But then her friend's gonna know she was spying. If that's her friend. How, like, her parents clearly don't care about her. They're letting her, like, run well, around town just... and build towers to... She's not even phased. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, hey, Harriet, what's up? I'll, I'll help you. He's not like, what are you doing out there? Just like, hey, what's up? Just hanging out. Is he shaving his head? They're putting mousse in his hair to, like, flatten it against his I head. I think it's soap. Oh, it is mousse. Oh my god, she's putting so much mousse in his hair, Brendan. He must be Canadian. (laughs) Do Canadians wear a lot? Oh, I get it. (laughs) Oh my god. Looks like he just has like a bunch of ice cream on his hair. Yeah, ice cream. That's what it is. It looks to me like he missed. These kids are like not even teenagers and they're doing more work than adults. And like paying bills and getting groceries. Does he like live alone with his dad? I guess. 
Why is he wearing a maid's outfit? Precious Pomeranians. Harriet's sneaking past the security. That guy just has a van full of dogs. Apparently. And delivers them. Just a dog full of Pomeranians. Or a dog, a van full of Pomeranians. They bark so <laughs> much, though. He has a face shield. Uh, so I went out for dinner last night, and we were outside, like, in the street, because they closed the street, and there was a woman that walked up with a dog in a purse. Okay. And one of the servers was like, excuse me, ma'am, you need papers, because, like, you can't just have your dog in a restaurant. Well, yeah, you can't. You have to have, like, an actual service dog if you want to bring them into a restaurant. And she comes back over, and the dog was, like, not well-behaved at all. It was barking at people. It was, like, wrapping itself around the chair legs of other tables, and, like, the other server comes over to our table she's like yeah it's an emotional support pomeranian <laughs> oh my god and it's it was a, like a little puff it's an emotional support pomeranian eh yep and she had like a paper to prove it that's ridiculous and i never actually have i've never seen that before in real life i didn't even know that was a thing yeah people have like emotional support hamsters <laughs> dogs cats i uh when i worked at target someone came into the store with a dog and like whenever when someone whenever someone tried to do that they would like get yelled at by our manager or whatever but one, one of the people that worked there with me tried to bring his dog in at one point and his dog is a support dog and he like trains them and they like wouldn't let him bring his support dog into the store so he had to like file a complaint against his own manager oh geez yeah it's ridiculous but like usually if it's a service dog it's very clearly a service dog yeah like it even had a vest and everything it blew my mind that my manager was being such a weirdo about it that is odd she's got this flashlight on her at all times back to the movie harriet is trying to save a pomeranian and has been has is trespassing inside of this random house yeah, she like ran up as the door was closing and stuck a pencil in it so it wouldn't close all the way and then snuck in and now she's in like the the garbage disposal. That's where she's or at right like now. like the laundry chute? Yeah, it's one or the other. Or it's one of those like serving... It's a service elevator. That's what they're called. But I don't think it's meant for people. No, I'm pretty sure it's very unsafe for people it's to be in. It's meant for like food or like whatever because it's just a pulley. But older homes have those. With what looks like a very ratty rope inside of it. At least she put her gloves on before she uh, pulled herself up, though. It sounds like Yzma. I think it is. It does. We're going to meet her. Is it Eartha Kit? It's Eartha Kit, for sure. Yeah, when we were watching Ernest, Scared Stupid, remember? Eartha Kit played the old lady. Yeah, it's totally her. It's the old crazy lady from freaking Ernest Scared Stupid. Or what was that? Yzma. I have no idea. Then why don't you go over there and get an idea? <laughs> <laughs> they all just scream she at me. I love that. At her. She kicks Harriet out of the house and throws her journal at her. Wow. Oh no! Now Harriet's having a crisis because she got caught, and a good spy never gets caught. She's like, I'm giving up the spy game. Credits. <laughs> Credits roll. The end. They really have it out for this pageant. Seriously. They really, all, really don't like the fact that there will be a pageant. Yeah, all three of these kids are like, screw the pageant. But you know what? It's funny because as a kid, your life revolves around things like this. Like you, you get something in your head like, oh, we're going to ruin the pageant. And it becomes like the biggest thing in the world for a little while. They're trying to what are they trying to do? Determine like what game to They're play for recess? To, like, choose a game. They're in the park or they're at recess. No, I think they're in the park after school. Okay. It's like an after school game. There's there's uh, the adolescent Adam Sandler. <laughs> adolescent Billy Madison over here. Bumper tag? What's bumper tag? I have no idea. That is a nice park. It's very nice. He just grabbed that chick's books and threw them out of her hands. Did you know this movie was filmed in Toronto? Oh, really? It was. Yeah. Interesting. I think I might have been in this park before. Oh, no, her journal went flying. No, she doesn't care. Why is this a game where, like, it's okay that their books go flying everywhere? And why don't they have backpacks? True. That's my question. That's a very good point, Brendan. <laughs> oh, no. Class oh, president no. chick's gonna steal Harriet's journal. Her private journal. You bitch. <sighs> that bitch. That's extremely rude. Are you winded? Are you winded? <laughs> I never said that in my life when I was a kid. 
Oh no, now she's not going to be able to find her her journal. Her Uh-oh. her journal. Her private. Oh, and they're all reading it. That's rude. That is rude. Kids are jerks. Poor Harriet. Oh, there's going to be a fight. Fight, 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 fight. fight. <laughs> <laughs> Terror apart. Tear apart, Harriet. I'm so invested in this child drama. Oh, now her friend's reading what Harriet thinks about her, and she's getting angry. She called her a nutcase. Now they're not friends anymore. She she didn't call her a nutcase. She said, I wonder if she'll grow up to be a total nutcase. This is so real, though, because shit like this happens when you're a kid. Like, no one has the boundaries to be like, this is your private journal. No one else should be reading this. Ooh, that, that was deep. Oh my god, this girl's such a bitch. She licks her, her finger shut and up. turns That's like a the bad page. word. Sorry, what'd you say? Oh my god. Look at her eyes, too. She's so evil. Sport left. Wow. What a bitch. I know, seriously. She just goes, sit over there, Harriet, till we decide what to do with you. As they continue reading her journal aloud. Oh my god, if I were Harriet... This is why you don't carry a private journal around with you everywhere. That's why you just write daddy's movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you just write daddy's movies on your journal. No one will know what it is. (laughs) Or, you you know, you just put it on your your iPod like a normal person or your phone. Put it on your iPod. Don't open up your notepad app on your phone. Did you ever put adult content on your iPod, Alex? No, I'm talking about your private thoughts, not your adult content, Brendan. Oh, just like make a password protected note in your phone. Who needs to put adult content on anything? It's free on the internet if you really want to go watch it. That shit doesn't need to take up space in my hard drive. (laughs) Adolescent Billy Madison just shocked himself. Good time. You know who that kid in the baseball shirt looks like? What? I don't think they, they can't be the same actor. At least I'm assuming they're not. But Lewis from um, Jack. Oh my God. With it Robin does. Williams, You're right. his friend Lewis. Oh, we should look that up. Maybe they are the same actor. They would have been around similar. I'm assuming it was a late 90s, early 90s movie. Now she has no one to do like a science project with. Now they're doing like a science, science fair, fair, and now like her old friends are making fun of her in notes in the class. That is a gigantic volcano. Yeah, that's a huge. It's like half the size of the classroom. Oh, the note drop next to her desk. Oh, Harriet's gonna read what they were what they were laughing oh, about. Oh no! Don't do it, Harriet. Rosie O'Donnell, save her. Harriet M. Welsh smells real mature. Now she's smelling her pits. <laughs> in the bathroom. Look at this bathroom, by the way. Dude, we get a bathroom like that in my old school. Really? That bathroom's awesome. It's got like a circle sink and stuff. Not that, but we had like the old stalls with the pipes everywhere. Mm. She's washing her shoes and armpits. Yeah, she's and smelling feet. her feet and armpits and washing them in the fountain. Man, I feel so bad for her. This is like hitting home real hard with bullying. Oh, man, it's the worst. This is so real. This is actually the kind of shit that would happen in school. People would just make fun of you or read your journal or whatever else. Yeah. It's tough being a kid, man. And, like, you you don't know necessarily if you haven't been taught how to make, if you don't have those examples of, like, healthy relationships and trustworthy friendships. You don't really know, like, how to trust people. Exactly. What was the worst, like, thing that someone ever did to you in grade school? Like, what was the worst thing that happened Um, with this kind of stuff? I was always really skinny, so I got called weak a lot. Um, I was made fun of because I lived in an apartment, and we didn't have a lot of money. Oh, that sucks. I always hung out with, uh, like, the same same people at school all the time. Mm. Um, So people would, like, joke around and, like, call us gay and stuff. Yeah. Because that was like an okay thing to say, I guess, when you were a kid in the 90s. Why are they in a box? I don't know. They're like sneaking. <laughs> They're like underneath a box walking down the street. Because, you know, that's something kids do. She leans against a car and it set an alarm off. Oh, they're building like some sort of clubhouse. Yeah, like a fort or a clubhouse. A very or... elaborate, like, like the funny thing is now that would pass for a tiny house. 
This kid's going to cut himself with a saw. Instead of using nails, they're just using duct tape. They made a club that's called the Spy Catchers Club. You know what's Leaving clever, Harriet even more disappointed. The, the, the case of the movie um, with the title on it actually has Harriet the Spy written in that yellow lettering over top of like a blue triangle, kind of like the club sign looked like. Oh my god. This is like the last 20 minutes of this movie has been Harriet getting picked on by all these kids. They t- strapped garbage can lids to their backs and roller skates and are just attacking her. <laughs> They're just banging That's on their garbage can lids and chasing her around. Rosie O'Donnell needs to come back and save her. Pretty much. Her parents are very upset that she was caught by a police officer, like, climbing onto a roof. Yeah, she has a lot of tude, but I mean, it makes sense. She has Her friends are all, like, against her and stuff now. That, that That's what I mean, though. When you're a kid like this, things like this affect your entire life, you know? It's true. You can't just be like, oh, I'll, I'll deal with that later and go on with your day like you do as an adult sometimes. Her dad is portrayed as a man with dough balls. He's not a movie dad. No, he's definitely not a movie dad. This might be one of the first movies we've watched without a movie dad. <laughs> it's true. And Good Burger is also very slim on parents. Calling out her mom for being an alcoholic. Damn. Buying jewelry and pouring herself martinis. <laughs> when you're a young kid and you have to call your parents out for being an alcoholic. Did you see that? What happened? She's like, her dad's like, hand over the notebook. She's like, I threw it away. Her mom's like, you're sitting on it. <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's hilarious. She's like, fart on it and then give it to them and maybe they'll get pink eye. Yeah, fart on your Whoa, notebook. That and- was like, that was like, that could have been, that could have turned molesty. <laughs> because he reached under her butt to grab the notebook. That's right. <laughs> I like that word, molesty. That's a top notch. She's but- doing the stomp. Did you do that as a kid? Like sl- slam your door and stomp around. Oh yeah, I, I would. I had a huge staircase in my did. house, so I definitely stomped up it when I was pissed off and like slammed the door and stuff. Way to like make her feel worse. For real though, like what is this teacher's problem? She's getting patted down in the middle of class. This is such a horrible job as a teacher. That would not be allowed. <laughs> That's awful. You cannot touch a student. You can't. You also can't pat them down so that you can steal their notebook from them. What the? <laughs> I remember those desks with like the hole in the back, not an actual end part. So my stuff would always fall out the back of them. Oh, I never had one of those. Oh my god, I hated those desks. I had one, I think, when I was in grade two, and then another one in grade five. We only ever had the ones like we didn't even have the ones that lifted up. We just had the like slot ones. She's not doing art. She's reading a book. She's going to get in trouble. Oh, the other kids are telling on her. What is this book that she's reading? It's like demons, like burning people at the stake. I know. Maybe she's planning to burn her classmates at the stake. She's a witch. Burn. Burn her. Man, this movie, like, I I don't remember it being this rough. She's getting she's getting the rough treatment from all these classmates and her parents and the teacher. Yeah, she's like looking up like medieval torture. Oh, it's oh, awful. On. Oh, they spilled blue paint on her, and now they're all trying to wipe it off, but really they're just making it. Yeah, they're just like smearing it purpose. all over her. <gasps> she poured more paint on her. Class president girl. Oh, she slapped her. Oh, that was hard. That was a nice angle. Look at that face bomb. Harriet just slapped her in the face so hard. That was awesome. Poor kid. Did you ever run away from school, like during school? Uh, I don't remember if I ever did that. I did not. But I remember one girl in our class did. Where are her parents? They're going to be very upset that their bathroom is blue. Like that song. (laughs) I'm blue. Da- <laughs> I'm blue. Dabba dee dabba die. Dabba dee dabba die. Have you ever actually watched the music video for that song? I just watched a, it was like a behind the music, but it wasn't. It was just like a YouTube show about the song, like a documentary. And it was very informative. You, we need to watch the music video for that song. And I think that anyone listening to this needs to go watch the music video for that song. What year did that come out? I don't really know. It was, it was it's old now though. It's by Eiffel 65. 
and the song's yes. title is I'm Blue. And if you watch the music video, it's like the worst Italian, 3D animation. Italian band Eiffel 65. It's like the worst 3D animation I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, let's do it in our episode today. We'll watch the music video yeah. when the movie's done and you can react to it. Ooh, they're reading Hamlet as sixth graders? That's very ambitious. That is ambitious. Hamlet's like the grade 12 play that you read, isn't it? Uh, I think we read it in grade 10. Oh, okay. She's carving into her desk. All the kids are like, they look just like high schools lo- high, high schoolers look. Oh my god, I carved my name into a, one of those plastic chairs in school one time, and... It cost like $20 for the school to replace it. And I had to work two hours for every dollar I owed. Like I, my, my parents, my parents punished me by grounding me and then also made me do yard work for two hours for each dollar that it cost the school for me to carve my name in the chair. That's a very fair punishment. Yeah, I think it should suit the crime. I think it, I think it works. That's, I just that's on you, dude. You should have written something else than just been like, <laughs> should have just wrote like, Whoa, she just the cut this girl's name. hair off. Harriet. The spy. Oh, she has like a to kill list. Oh my God. But it's like a revenge list. She has a revenge she list. She cut that girl's ponytail off. She drew mustaches and eyebrows on people's, on this girl's locker poster. She they hung put someone's underwear. Oh, she hung someone's bra on the flagpole. Jeez, Harriet's just, he, she's just killing them. She's knocking them dead. Carrie. (gasps) That's the girl that became Carrie. That's so dangerous. Ooh, she turned up. Why are those kids allowed to have freaking oil burners in their class on a wood desk? Oh my god, dude. I don't know. What? That's so dangerous. Oh no. Could she just say that? I heard my parents talking about it. She goes into the girls' room and talks to what's her name? The mean girl. About how she doesn't have a father. She was basically just like, you don't have a dad. <laughs> oh, those are gross. <laughs> the towel that like just keeps those going rolls around. Of just, towel, yeah. And it's always like one edge is always wet. Yeah. It's like one towel that's just like connected all the way around. It's like an infinity scarf in a dryer that you have to dry your hands on. It's gross. I doubt they ever get cleaned. Oh my god, and she posted her friend's freaking maid picture. Her friend picture. in a maid uniform. Damn, she's just like he does knocking all the housework. She's knocking them dead, man. She is like very methodical and well thought out. Seriously. Honestly, this is like the predecessor to Mean Girls, though. Her doing all this stuff is like the burn book in Mean Girls. Um, Eiffel 65, I'm Blue, Dubba D, Dubba Die, yep. was released in 1999. Really? It was. That's so funny. On the eve of the new millennium. For the year it was released, that is very rough 3D animation. But I think it was meant to be like really silly. So I think so. Clearly Harriet's parents know nothing about her life or else, else they would understand why she's doing the things she's doing. They're not, yeah, they're not the most understanding people. Yeah, they're just like yelling at her about picking on the other kids, but they have no idea what she's gone through. Oh, her dad is uh, her dad's her dad trying is to defend her. the defense. She just like that. That's all she that scene shoe was. At her parents, instead of talking to them, she threw a shoe at oh, them. They're going to see like a psychologist. It's like a shrink. What is this chair? That is the weirdest. He's like a giant set of jacks. It's a very weird office. It looks like the apartment from Big. It does look like the apartment from Big. <laughs> see, all he needs is a piano on the floor. Hi. Brendan here from Refine 90s Cinema. You find yourself wondering where to find us? Well, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and soon Amazon Music. As always, you can find us at refine90cinema.com. That's refined, the number 90, S, cinema.com. Now on to a message from Alex. I hope all of you lovely human beings are doing well. I hope you're doing fantasticular. Not to be confused with fantasticular. Because that would just be weird if I told you guys to be fantasticular. 
<laughs> also, the text that you sent me, I just got now, and it says, call me back when you're ready. I, William, hung up by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Who's William, Brendan? William Hung. You don't know who that is? Oh, you, you meant to type that. No, I thought it was a typo. Who's William Hung? Oh, I wrote it on purpose. The guy from American Idol who sang that song, She Bangs, She Bangs. Oh, and then it's like, she moves, she moves. Yeah, but yeah. he's really awful. That's but funny. But his goal was to make like a career in singing. That's so funny. I remember that guy. Enrique Iglesias should be proud. Is that who sang the original? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I never actually knew. Anyway, are we ready to are we ready to kick this show off again? We we only have like we only have like probably 15 minutes left because there's I'm sure there's like seven to ten minutes of credits. We're back to Rock'em Sock'em Robots with her shrink. Apparently, Dexter's just like snuggling on my lap while we watch this now. Harriet the Spy, everybody. It's tough getting away with the nasty kind these days. <laughs> The shrink offers her a notebook. And she's like, I hate that movie. He has to give back the notebook to him. Or she has to give him back the notebook. That's going to be like her therapy now. She just writes in her notebook over therapy. Saw nothing wrong with her. She's a kid. There's nothing wrong with her. Oh, she is going to give her back her notebook. Bet she read it. How much do you think she read it? Oh, she super read it. It says absolutely private. This means no reading or something like that. Serious mom and daughter talk happening right now. Ooh, her mother is admitting fault. That's a big thing for a parent to do. I like especially, that. Especially with her young kid. Yeah, that's an awesome thing for a parent to do. I like to think that I'll be the kind of parent that admits fault if uh, I'm wrong so. one day. And be honest with my child if I screwed up. Yeah, exactly. Because it kind of teaches your kid that they're they're able to do the same, you know? I would Parents hope so anyway. Fallible. It teaches that we're all people. Oh my God, you remember those things? The folded paper things? Oh, cootie catchers. Yeah. Paper foldy thingies. I forgot they were called cootie catchers, so I called them paper foldy things. Look who's back. Turn around. Every now and then, Rosie O'Donnell's gonna show up at your house. She left and then everything went to shit, so. So they invited her back. They were like, please come back, Harry. It's a mess without you. Oh, she's telling her what she has to do about her friends who read her notebook. She's like her wise prophet in her life. That's good advice. Yeah. Like a lie just to be polite yeah, or a lie to be nice. Sometimes a small lie to like help someone feel better can be a big help. You stay true to Harriet and you accept the cost. Damn, this is a good nanny. That's, they should pay that, her more. That's deep. They should pay her more money, man. Should bring her back. Where's the sequel? It's like 29-year-old Harriet having life crisis troubles and here comes Rosie O'Donnell to save the day. <laughs> hey. That'd be good TV. Oh, they she's not staying. They should do a Harriet and Rosie podcast. Is that an easy bake oven? The porcelain pee hole. Oh no, she went to apologize to crazy mad scientist friend and she didn't she didn't want to hear it. This kid and his dad have a really good relationship. It looks really fun. She's looking through the mail slot, which is a really good reason why people shouldn't have mail slots. Yeah, it is a really we got good reason. thousand dollars. It's a really good reason why mail slots are a bad idea, though. You're right. He sounds like Willy Wonka. It could all he be yours sold his one book, day. Like sold and had gotten an advance on his book. Uh-oh, she's been spotted, Brendan. She's up to her old tricks. You can't be my friend if you're not my friend. Shuts the door. Hey, I have that lock on my door. Because your house is from, like, the 60s. It is. It very much is. You know, Harriet, when you say sorry, you're supposed to say it to people's faces. Not, like, after they close the door on you. Oh, she's going back to that weird dude's place. With all the sculptures. It's where she'll find herself. This kid is always just eating gross food. With a wrench? What the f- he's eating chocolate cake with a wrench. That's gross. Like, use a fork. Everyone else has a fork, and he has a wrench. And he's wearing, like, a conductor's uniform. <laughs> I don't know, from, man. like, the 1920s? Like, he dress- what? He dresses like the kid from Big Daddy. Yeah, like, what is happening? He grabs a thing of cake and leaves. Ooh, they're turning on Rude Girl. See, look at the sign. It looks like the, the title catchers thing. Club. Oh, it does. This movie's, like, real, man. It's got real messages for fourth graders. Sixth graders. They're sixth graders? I thought they were fourth graders. No, I think they're sixth graders. Because she says, welcome to sixth grade. Oh, in the well, movie. I missed that. First part of the movie. Yeah, sixth grade. The answer has been has been found, Brendan. Uh-oh. She's taken down the queen, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Objection. 
She wants to be editor of the classroom newspaper, which sounds like a lot more work. She wants everyone to have a chance to edit. They're going to nominate Harriet? The spy. They're, they're a democracy, Brandon. Uh-oh. Adolescent Billy Madison has something to say. He really does. He's got, like, the oversized shirt, the backwards cap. Why is this kid the one that they picked to do, like, the meaningful speech at the end? Oh, and her friends are backing her up, Brendan. It's a moment. <laughs> I third it. They didn't really, like... She never actually apologized to anyone, though. Like, why are they all of a sudden being well, nice to her? she apologized through the door. Yeah, but, like... This is how it works as a kid, though. You get mad at, like, one person, and all of a sudden you're the other person's friend again. I don't know. I think it works for some people that way. It definitely didn't for me. Harriet gets to be the writer now. She's got a typewriter out. She's ready to go. She's going to write the school paper. Harriet M. Welsh sounds like an editor name. She's starting her article for the classroom newspaper. Yeah, she is. But her name, Harriet M. Welsh, sounds like the name of someone who would work at a newspaper. She's spying again, and she got her head stuck. That must have hurt. Why is there cats in this guy's shirt? He's so weird. And why Why did they have to take all his cats in the first place? We have no idea. Yeah, all these like backstories of the people she spies on are super random, and we don't actually get the whole story. They better de-dork themselves. Yzma's using a, a butt-toning like machine. A butt sander? <laughs> a butt sander. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> Every, all of the parents think the play is super boring. It's very artistic. What is it? driven. I don't. They're, they're all like, foods. Yeah, they're like dressed as food and teapots and stuff. There's like a rutabaga. What is that? I don't know, man. That was weird. They were all dressed up as like different. If you stick to what you love and work like a dog, you will succeed, Brendan. Oh, she didn't actually like not have a dad. He's just far away and Harriet was being an ass about it. They all start dancing and friggin'. Okay, what is the middle boy? What is that boy? What is he? I I have no idea what he is. He's not like a pumpkin. Is he like a a rutabaga? (laughs) They're like shaking their booties on stage dressed as vegetables. It's not a carrot, is it? What is happening right now? I don't know, dude. A giant turkey baster is being vaulted onto the stage. And they're all dancing with it. They're limboing with it. It doesn't exactly look too much like a turkey baster. (laughs) Looks like a giant pregnancy test. (laughs) That follows their sex ed class. How come all of a sudden everyone's super into this? I don't understand why they all started dancing like this. These kids dance better than I do, Brendan. They're very talented. They are. I like the corn. Yeah, I was just going to say the corn oh, actually a- is recognizable. Is there. Oh, she put the stink smoke bomb is in the coming thing. in. Oh, no. Not the stink bomb. And everyone leaves. James Brown is playing in the background. Get up off of that thing. Get funky, Alex. Gotta get funky, bro. And the teacher chases them away. That's a really weird transition from James Brown to like spy music for the credits. Hong Fat. Yeah, I was going to say, there's like six people in a row, like this person, <laughs> Hong Fat, name. Hong Fat, Hong Fat. Acupuncturist Vic Ho. We're going to watch I'm Blue, right? Is it time for some Eiffel 65? I think it is. Eiffel 65, dubba D. Dubba D, dubba da. I'm blue, abba D, abba die. The TVs floating around kill me. How hard do you think they worked on this? So hard. They were actually like professional musicians. I know, that's what's funny about it. They worked in a collective. This is like... Like they made music as part of a... Always beamed up to the spaceship. And then there's the blue dudes. the aliens who have trapped him are singing the Devadis part. And then the spaceship is taking off from Earth. Have you ever seen, like, what the words of this song are, by the way? Like, if you watch no the idea. subtitles, some of the some of the lyrics are completely weird and strange. Well, there's two spaceships, like a sick-ass alien one. Yeah, one of them is the band, the band, and the other one is the aliens. And now the aliens are Rambo? I don't know, they're, like, running through what a hallway. The is animation this? is horrible. It's atrocious. They spent all their budget on those cool costumes. Yeah, blue are the streets and all the trees are too. <laughs> I have a girlfriend and she is so blue. It's literally a song about 
a blue man that lives in a blue world. Blue. And they talk about all the blue things in the world. Look at those tracksuits, man. Yeah, those tracksuits are like... coveralls with like a belt that looks like a seatbelt. It reminds me of like Dude Where's My Car where they buy the orange and blue tracksuits. <laughs> yes. Is that a 90s movie? <laughs> I know because we looked it up before. It's like 2004. Oh my God. He's just oh, kicking 2000. all the butt of the... Is it actually? Yeah. Oh. That's depressing. Blue is the color of all Except that he's I wearing wear. black and white right now, buddy. So clearly he's colorblind. He just did a Mortal Kombat move. They said they wanted the video to look like Duke Nukem. That's hilarious. Earth flashed a sign to them that said, please come back. So they came back and friggin' now they're performing they a concert. webbed hands. It's like a weird Technotronic song with this very strange music video. One of the comments was, the people who dislike this song are mad because they're green and they died. Be honest, you searched for this. Don't lie. <laughs> I definitely did search for it because it's worth watching. It's worth at least one watch. All right, I'm gonna, let's, re- let's read some Harriet the Spy movie reviews. First, what do you give Harriet the Spy out of 10, Brendan? What is your, what is um, your rating? Like a seven. Yeah. It's pretty high up there for me. As of, as of like a current rating, I think I would give it like a six or a 6.5. But mainly because like for the first half of the movie, I was like, where is this going? And then you see like her friends start to like get mad at her. And then you kind of establish like a plot and stuff. So then I kind of understood what the deal was. But they took a while to get to the plot. Most of it was just like her spying on people. And we had no idea what was happening. (laughs) She's Harriet the Spy, Alex. You have to, you have to, you know. I have to, you know. See her being a spy. This review will clear some stuff up for us, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Let's let's hear it. I'm ready. (laughs) Destroy me. It's user reviews. This is what childhood is all about. And I agree. It's a very good story about like being a kid and the hardships you face, but... Uh, it, the review says, Harriet the Spy is the story of an 11-year-old girl who has been taught to be an individual. I don't know if she was taught. I feel like her parents didn't pay enough attention to her and she had to learn. But anyway, Harriet wants to learn about the people and she wants to learn how to express her thought about them. So she decides to become a spy and thus eavesdrops on the nuances of the world around her. Of course, her schoolmates find her all too different. And when they learn what she has been writing about, they decide to castrate her i don't know if that's the right word for the review dude that's extreme whoa (laughs) that is where things come to a head very (laughs) very extreme way to go about it children can be cruel even harriet and it just goes on to like keep explaining exactly what happens in the movie and then uh it says harriet the spy is an extraordinary film that bubbles out charm toward kids of any age this person picks very weird ways to say things (laughs) but like they got the point across i think it's a good movie to like just demonstrate what it's like to be a sixth a sixth grader like you get you get in issues with your friends and people get mad you get in fights everyone bullies everyone you smear blue paint on your friends and then get smacked in the face and have a blue handprint on your face for like a week. Like if that happened, actually, you would be expelled. Why did they Why did they have this film set in the United States but filmed in Toronto? I don't understand. They do that a lot. Man Seeking Woman was like that. It was filmed in Toronto but set in Chicago because it's cheap, cheaper. There's a lot of government tax breaks you can get for filming in certain places. So they'll just pretend that the city is somewhere else. Toronto does look, it does resemble a lot of other cities in the world, I mm-hmm. think. So, but there's like and some shows that fake, just, right? they're filmed in Toronto and they're actually set in Toronto and they work really well. Like being Erica was like that. It doesn't appeal to other audiences if you, like, tons of stuff is made in Vancouver and it's, but it's set in different cities. I love this movie. I am now 31 and it's still my fave movie. I watch it so much. When I was little, Harriet was the reason I started writing in my diary. (laughs) I now have a daughter and can't wait for her to see it too. (laughs) Read the book with my kids. So I thought I would watch the movie. It's just a strange movie. Mean kids that talk back. I'm good without. Both kids of mine are 12 and 9 and asked if they could turn it off. Harsh. I was reading about stuff that's filmed in Canada but set elsewhere. Power Rangers? 
the new Power Rangers movie. That makes sense. Prison Break was filmed in Vancouver, but set in the States. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, but just additional photography. Huh. The Flash? Yeah, the DC does a lot of stuff in Canada, probably because it's cheaper to film yeah. in Canada. And they get, like, tax breaks in Canada, creative credit for film and TV, and but that's why we have a vibrant film industry here. Yep, isn't that the truth? But people have criticized it for, for like, why don't you set shows in Canada, right? Because it'll get made here, they'll get, they'll use, like, a Canadian crew, but all the actors are flowing in, and all the production staff, and then they leave. Yeah, like, it seems like it wouldn't be cheaper because you have to do all that kind of stuff, but then it ends up being cheaper because it's cheaper to film it here, I guess, on locations and stuff. It was kind of fun, like, reliving a little bit of my childhood and watching this movie, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, are those 90s movies? I think they are. Harriet! The Spy! Oh, no!